Hello and welcome to this episode of Leadership Minutes. This week, we're taking the team building out of building our teams. We need others to help us become great leaders. Leadership is a fundamentally human skill set and detailing how we can in detailing how we can influence others and the skills we require to build something bigger than we ever could on our own. As a result of this fundamentally human part of it, leadership has two pieces, our teams and our examples. First, we can't become a leader without our team. Enables, they are what enables our success. Every leader's goal has two pieces, accomplishing the mission and taking care of the group. Our team members build everyone's success through their individual actions. However, the action of the leader supports and grows the team. As leaders, we have to be eternally mindful that our role is one of both support and structure, where we enable and encourage others rather than ourselves in accomplishing these missions. This second part, our examples, is a little more complex. We have to learn leadership from somewhere, and finding the best examples can become difficult. The human nature of leadership, while there are certain personality traits and assets that help, still has to be taught. Thinking back, the leaders I've seen, the leaders I've had, the leaders that have influenced me have led me down one of two roads. Either I want to be able to do that for my team, or wow, there's no way I ever want to interact with people like that. I see so many new leaders that I've coached missing this. This is losing this example is a great part of what happens when somebody is promoted out of pure technical merit, when they've never had a mentor, they've never had exposure to leadership techniques and practices. Because this is such a foundational human skill set require much more than a textbook to learn the skills to become a great leader. We need mentors. We need trainers. We need those exemplars who can show us how to lead and positively impact our development towards our leadership acumen. The challenge with recognizing this human aspect of leadership is often humility. First, we have to acknowledge others' works and often lessen our feelings towards our own input towards whatever project work. Our teams achieve these goals while we make it possible. I've seen too many leaders accepting credit for a job well done while simply disacknowledging the value of their team's input. We all have a part and great leaders make sure to acknowledge the other's inputs and efforts. Secondly, many leaders I've encountered feel like they have no room to grow. A little humility towards our skill sets goes a long ways. It enable us, enables us to admit our missteps and shortcomings, allowing us to seek solutions towards any difficulties we encounter proactively. If we have the attitude that we can improve, we'll never seek further growth. Acknowledging our teams and our roles is an intricate part of leadership. Take a step back and objectively look at your interactions with others and use this in order to help grow not only yourself, but your team member. And stepping back and looking, think to yourself, when was the last time you said thank you? I've been in front of too many rooms, ran too many seminars, and seen too many managers looking uncomfortable and stirring their seats as I ask this question. It's not even 50-50 in the room anymore. problem here is it has to start with us if we want to build relationships with our team members and influence them to excel. I have the great fortune of teaching a business fundamentals class where leadership and management are within the earliest chapter. Even the book provides this as one of the most actionable things someone can do to help build their team. 
oh, maybe many of us learn thank you from an early age from our parents and grandparents. It's an essential thing that we grow up with. It's a part of the golden rule. So why have so many managers forgotten when it comes to their teams? From what I've seen, it's a matter of expectations. As managers, we often expect people to do their jobs and that's it. In return, our team members expect us to provide that basic instruction and support, follow the Gantt chart, remind people when tasks are due, and okay, the trains are level are being kept on time. To elevate our teams and our positions to that level of influential leadership, we have to start with the basics. Doing the job isn't enough. It's a significant part of it, and we and the absolute bare minimum, but this is only the beginning. If we want our teams to excel, we have to excel first. And the best way to do that is to get back to basics and get really, really good at the basics. Saying thank you instantly changes the environment to one of greater expectations. We can't raise the bar and move our team towards greater heights without providing a compelling reason why our team members should aspire, aspire towards those heights. Thank you provides that intrinsic reward for our teams and begins to exemplify the importance and impact of a job well done. Thank you forms and starts that influential cycle towards our team's members' self-actualization. It's an incredibly important step. Respect and relationships have to flow both ways. As leaders, we can't expect this to flow upwards to us without any input on our part. Saying thank you gets that ball rolling and begins to craft the relationships that are necessary for influential leadership. From there, it's a matter of finding new ways to say it, providing further positive reinforcement and building those better relationships and influence. After you're done saying thank you, start taking them out for lunch and listening to what they have to say about their days. In all of this, leadership is never a solo activity. It requires us to talk to people and sometimes have deep and challenging conversations. How we handle these conversations shapes our influence and credibility. Pay careful attention as we're doing this to the nonverbal cues and body language, such as how people are sitting or standing, their posture, their signals of interest and understanding and strive to be clear and coherent in your own communications. Choose your words carefully. Make sure you don't lose the audience to jargon or terms with too much ambiguous meaning. So take a moment. Think about your interactions with your team and find that time where someone has misunderstood you or you have misunderstood someone else. We've all been there. Write down what that misunderstanding was and think of that positive change, such as a word choice, clarifying questions, or even a non-verbal acknowledgement that could have helped prevent that misunderstanding. And then resolve yourself to prevent that from happening again. Go back, take a look at that mistake, and learn from it. It's what we all do in order to become the greatest leaders possible. Thank you for joining me on Leadership Minutes. It has been great to take this journey with you, and I look forward to continuing in the future. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or your favorite podcast subscriber, and definitely check out leadfromthefront.net for not only this podcast, but much more great content. 
Have a fantastic day. I look forward to continuing the journey with you soon. This podcast is copyrighted by Edward Brixey, all rights reserved. No part may be copied, modified, republished, transmitted, or otherwise distributed without express written permission.